Okay, so we're up to Daf Ayin Ches Amid Aleph. We're starting the new parak. Um, this parak is dealing with Nechse Malog. Now, Nechse Malog is uh, land or property or materials that a woman either acquires during marriage, like from inheritance, or she brings into marriage, but the value is not recorded in the Ksuba. The halach of Nechse Malog is that it's hers, but the husband has the rights to the, the Paris. He has the rights to make money off of the fruit. What our, is, what our mission is dealing with is very simple. Just started. So you have a, a, a plot of land that is the woman's, right? So it's her land, but the husband gets the fruit. The question is, can she sell it? You see, on the one hand, the land is hers, so she should be able to sell it. On the other hand, if she sells it, then she's taking away the payers from the husband. So the question is, can she sell the land because it's her land? Or do we say, no, she can't sell it because the payers belong to the husband? Yeah. If she sells it, who gets the money? That's a separate child that we'll have to deal with. I believe, okay. again, okay. I, I'm not, the mission didn't deal with her, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe that she uses that money to buy more land and the husband gets the payers from the other land, if I'm not mistaken. But the question is whether this sale is even valid. Bechlau. Because it could be that if the husband has the right to the payers, then it's like a partnership where you can't sell without the consent of the partner. And as you can imagine, the Mishnah is going to be dealing with four cases. Okay, there's four cases in the Mishnah. And, Daddy, good? There's four cases in the Mishnah. Uh, let me just, Dad, just focus, and I'll say it and then we're good. Because I don't want to have to repeat myself a thousand times. There's four cases in the Mishnah. And as, as you can imagine, they, they're, they're not complicated. The first case is where she got the land before she was engaged, and then she sold it after she became an Erisa. The second is where she acquired it after an Erisa and sold it after Erisa. The third one is that she got it before Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin. And the fourth one is she acquired after Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin. As you can imagine, as she gets more married, the sale becomes more void because as she's more married the husband has more is strong his bond is stronger so it's going to be easier for her to sell it when she got the land before when she was single than when she got the land as a full married woman as you can imagine so the Mishnah runs through all four cases case number one the first case she got the land when she was single and then she wants to sell it after Kedushin so the halacha is, Everyone agrees she could sell it. Both Beisham and Beisil agree she could sell it, and the sale is valid. That's if she got the land when she was single, um, and then she sells it after Kedushin. So the reason why it's valid is because she got it when she was single, so when she got the land, the husband had no rights to it, and now she's selling it not fully married. She's only after Kedushin. So that for sure is a valid sale. That's category number one. Category number two, she got the land after Kedushin and wants to sell it after Kedushin. So she's selling it and acquired it not as a full married woman, but not as a single lady. So what's the halacha? Beishamai says you could sell l'chachila. Beishamai is more strict. They say, no, you cannot sell l'chachila. But everyone agrees that if she sells it, it's a valid sale. Okay. Here's the question. Everyone agrees that it's a valid sale, right? But why? After Kedushin, right? Everyone agrees that if she sells it after Kedushin, it's a valid sale. But after Kedushin, doesn't Kedushin make her married? Meaning the husband, when, when the husband gives her a ring, he acquires her regarding that she'll get the death penalty if she lives with another man. 
So why don't we say that if, there, if she's acquired by him regarding adultery, why isn't she acquired by him when it comes to nichsei malug? So the question is, we're saying right now that if she sells it after Kedushin, everyone agrees it's a valid sale, maybe not l'chachila to sell it, but the evidence it's a valid sale. The question is, Amr Yehuda, Amr Chacham, Lefnei Rav Gamliel, the Chacham said to Rav Gamliel, Hayol v'zacha b'isha, since they're fully, they're already married. Yes, they didn't do Nesuin yet, but after Kedushin, right? She's a married woman. So, lo yizkim so how could she sell his land, right? If she's married, she's married. So I don't understand. How could the sale be valid? Shouldn't the sale be void? So the Gemara said, the Mishnah says, Rav Gamliel said, I'm unhappy about the next halacha, and you're trying to add to it. Meaning, what's the halacha when a woman sells land that she acquired after Nesuin? So she's fully married, she gets a plot of land after Nesuin, she gets a plot of land stand up she gets a plot of land after Nesuin, what's the halacha? full marriage, so she gets a plot of land and she sells it so what's the halacha? the halacha is the husband can undo the sale yeah, that's the halacha so says Rav Gamliel, so they wanted to know after Eris and also the husband should undo the sale so says Rav Gamliel, I'm unhappy about the fact that the husband can undo the sale after Nesuin I don't get it. You want to add to it? Meaning, you're saying, well, after Nesuin, the, if, you, if the woman sells it, it's, an, it, it's void. So after Kedushin also, so Rav Gamliel says, well, I'm ha- unhappy about the halacha, about after Nesuin it being void. That doesn't make sense to me. Why? She still owns it. So you're going to tell me, like, because he has rights to the Paris, so Rav Gamliel said, listen, I'm unhappy about halacha A. You want me to make halacha B like halacha A also? No way. No chance. So Rav Gamliel says, I'm unhappy about the fact that the husband can null and void a sale after Nesuin. You want me to add to it? I'm not adding to it. That's, that's what Rav Gamliel said. Okay. So we've talked about sales after Kedushin. Now let's keep going. Nafla Mishanisis, the most extreme case. After full marriage, she gets a plot of land. After full marriage, and then she sells it. The halacha is that if she sells it after full marriage, the husband can undo the sale. Okay? The last category, which is she got the land before Nesuin, and then she sells it after Nesuin. Actually, Nisus Venisus, Rav Gamliel says, it's a valid sale. Okay. So according to Rav Gamliel, if you sell it when you got the land before Nesuin, but then you sold it after Nesuin, it's a valid sale. But if you sold it after Nis- if you got it after Nesuin and sold it after Nesuin, it's void. So they said to Rav Gamliel the same question, which is, She's selling it after a full marriage. She's fully married. Now she got the land before Nesuin, but she's selling it after Nesuin. Why is it a valid sale? So Rav Gamliel says, same thing. I'm unhappy about the fact that the husband could undo the sale when she got it after Nesuin. You want me to add to it? Meaning, Rav Gamliel doesn't get why it should ever be avoided sale. Ever. So every time there's a category, they're like, huh? No, because she feel, he feels that it's her land. She owns the land. The husband has the rights to the fruit. She sells it. The shaila is whether it's a valid sale because she's undoing the husband's... But it's her, it's her land. It's her, like, it's her fruit. The husband has rights to it, but it's still hers. So every time there's a category where they say, oh, but the evidence is a valid sale, they said to him, I don't understand, she's married, and it's the husband's fruit. Rav Gamaliel constantly says the same thing. I don't understand why it should ever be voided. I'm not adding to it. The only category Rav Gamaliel said, I, 
I'm not happy about it, but like that's what they said. The only category that he's like, that's what they said, is when she acquires it after Nisuin and sells it after Nisuin. Every other category of Gamaliel is like, I don't get it. I don't even get it then. I'm definitely not adding to it. Okay, so up to this point in the Mishnah, where the basic premise is that when a woman has land in her marriage that's hers, but her husband has the rights to the Paris, whether it's a valid sale. And again, as she gets more married, less valid of a sale, basically. So says the Mishnah, a new opinion. Rav Shimon has a completely different view. He doesn't care about Kedushin, he doesn't care about Nesuin. This is his take. His take is very simple. And that is, we'll have to understand why, but his take is very simple. Does the husband know about the land? If the husband is aware of the land, it's not a good sale. If the husband's not aware, it is a good sale. That's Rav Shimon's take. Rav Shimon doesn't care about Kedushin, Nisuin, when she acquired it. He just cares about whether the husband was aware. If the husband was aware that this land came into her property, she cannot sell it. If the husband was not aware, she could. That's Rav Shimon's take. He says, So that's Rav Shimon's take. It's just a matter of whether the husband was made aware of it. And we'll have to try to figure out what's the case where the husband's not aware of it. Why, like, why would the husband not be aware of it? And as you can imagine, the word's going to answer is where it's coming from ancestors that he didn't know existed. Is that right? Whoa. So, the Gemara says like this. Let, let's start. The first category in the Mishnah was that if she got the land when she was single and then sold it after Kedushin, that's fine, it's a valid sale. But if she got it, and everyone agrees, Beisham Beisheil, they only argue when she got it after she, after Kedushin and sold it after Kedushin. But if she got it when she's single, it's fine. So the woman wants to know, what's the difference? The woman says, What's the difference between getting it single and getting it after Kedushin? So it's very simple. When she got it single, she got it, it was fully hers. The husband had no rights to it when it fell to her from ancestral uh, whatever, wherever she got it. Seifa, the argument case, is where is where the husband already had a claim to it. So when she got it single, the husband had zero claim, but when she got it after Kedushin, the husband had a claim to it. The claim, no, the claim is that they were married. I mean, the claim is that he had, I mean, when she gets it single, there is no husband, so it's 100% hers. But when she got it, but then she got it after Kedushin, then when she got the land, the husband had a little bit of a grab onto it because they were already married. The fact that a, a husband has the rights to the Paris. So the, so the case where she got the land single and sold it after Kedushin is better than when she got it after Kedushin and sold it after Kedushin. When she got it single, it was 100% hers. So the Gemara says, but when she got it after Kedushin, the husband had rights to it. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. If the husband has 100% rights to it, then why is it a valid sale? Right? The Lushan is that after Kedushin, the husband has rights. It sounds like 100% rights to it. If it's 100% rights, then why is it a valid sale? So the Gemara says, Ibis chusai nafla ki The answer is, no, no, no. That's all we meant. Reisha, this is what we meant to say. When she got it single, vade ibis chusai nafla. It's hers. Seifa, where she got it after Kedushin, eimer ibis chusai it's unclear whether he has rights to it because he's quasi-married, meaning he's partially married. If he was, if it, listen, if it was 100% right to the husband, it wouldn't be a valid sale. The answer is we're not sure whether the husband has rights after Kedushin to the land. Because again, he doesn't, generally after Kedushin, what's weird about Kedushin period is that you don't get, you don't get land in the Ksuba until after Nesuin. But you, there's already a Ksuba and you're kind of married, but like you don't actually have actual rights. It's like, theoretical rights that will come to you. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's say after Kedushin, the, 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 they get divorced. They don't split the properties. So that's why it's like a quasi, we're not sure. So therefore, she shouldn't sell L'Chachil, but the evidence is a valid sale. Okay. Then Rabbi Yehuda said to Rav Gamliel, again, the case, the, the second case is, she got the land after Kedushin, sold it after Kedushin. What's the halacha? Bid the evidence a valid sale. L'Chachila, it's a machleikis, beishamai beishilo. Yeah? Okay, that's the after Kedushin, she gets the land, sells it after Kedushin. It's a valid sale, bid the eved. Whether she's allowed to do L'Chachila, is a machleikis, beishamai beishilo. Rav Gamliel, said, the Rav Yehuda said to Rav Gamliel, I don't understand. If she's married, what's going on? Why, how is this different than any Nesuin? What was he bothered by? Is he bothered by why Beishamai is cool with it L'Chachila, or is he bothered why everyone is cool with it B'Di'evet? Right, there's two aspects. Everyone's cool with it B'Di'evet, and Beishamai is cool with it L'Chachila. Rav Yehuda's like, I don't get it. Is he bothered by why Beisham is cool with the Lechil, or is he bothered why why is everyone cool with it by the Ebed? If she's married, it should be void. So the Gemara just wants to know that. Ibailu, Rav Yudal, by the Ebed, go to the next page. So Tashima, so this Bryce speaks out the back and forth, and it's clear that the complaint and the objection was, why is it valid by the Ebed? Also, it doesn't make sense. Well, they are. Who cares about Beisham? <laughs> like, whatever, you know. But they, we don't really worry about Beisham too much. But the question is, what was bothering Rabbi Yehuda is, why is it valid with the Evid? Again, she got the land after Kedushin, sold it after Kedushin, but the Evid is a valid sale. What was bothering the Chachamim is, I don't understand, if she's married, she's married, it should be void. That's, that was, that was. So the answer is Tashma, the Tanya Amrav Yehuda, Amrav Rav Gamliel. They said to Rav Gamliel, Hoyel Vizu Ishtoi, right? After Kedushin, if you had to check a box, is she married? Right, single or married, right? Well, now there's like single, married, and complicated, right? Relationship. But if you had to say single or married, is she married after kedushin? Yes. Is she married after nesuin? Yes. After nesuin is the sale void? Yes. So after kedushin, the sale should be void. It was very simple. It's a very simple argument. I. It's not full. She's married. That's it. A married woman. That's it. That was the taina. And what was, by the way, what was the answer from our Mishnah? The answer from our Mishnah was, I'm unhappy that it's voided after Nesuin. I'm definitely not adding to it. That was the back and forth. So they said to him, Zuishtoi v'zuishtoi, right? After Kedushin, she's married. After Nesuin, she's married. Zumachar batal, I'm Zumachar batal. So that's a voided sale. This should be a voided sale. Simple. What did he respond? I'm unhappy that it's a voided sale after Nesuin. At the Megagalan is Yishani, you want to add to it? No, no deal. Shmamina, what you see from here is that the complaint was the Shaila is why is it valid by the Evid? Okay. So what you have is after Kedushin, if she sells it, she gets it after Kedushin and sells it after Kedushin, it's a valid sale. They said to him, I don't understand, she's married, it should be voided. And he said, I'm unhappy about it being voided after Nisun. I'm not adding to it. There's a second version of what he said. Again, the first version is. They're asking why it should be it should be voided like after Nisun. And he said, I'm unhappy that it's voided after Nisun. I'm definitely not adding to it. Second version. That's not what he said. The answer is actually very simple. According to this, the response was not, I'm unhappy about Nisun, I'm not adding to it. The answer is very simple. Who owns if a woman who's married finds something that's lost, who owns it? A lost object. A husband. If she's after Kedushin, she finds something that's lost, who owns it? Her. Meaning, his response is, you're trying to compare, right? The question was, they're both married on the box. The answer is, it's not the same. 
when it comes to monetary responsibilities and monetary ownership, it's not the same. Because a woman after Nisuin does not have rights to uh, anything she finds. She, all her earnings goes to her husband. All vows that she makes, the husband nullifies. Which is not the case after Kedushin. So you see, the Kedushin and Nisuin are not the same. That was his response. Okay. So the Gemara says, but let's just, um, let's just continue. So Rav Gamliel, as is evidence from our Mishnah, Rav Gamliel's against the whole voiding uh, sales. Every single time they're like, oh, it should be voided. And he kept on saying, I'm unhappy about it being voided. I'm not adding to it. So the Gemara says they continued asking Rav Gamliel, Here's the question. What does Rav Gamliel say about the following case? Yeah? <laughs> what does Rav Gamliel say about the following case? The case is where you have... I didn't say anything. <laughs> First, I didn't say a word. Well, that's definitely true. So, is that even your cup? Is that Gavin's? Okay, good. So, they asked from Gamliel the following Shaila. They asked from Gamliel the following Shaila. The Shaila is, you're against voiding a sale in all cases, right? And you said, what about Kedushin? Why is it not voided? So he said, well, Kedushin... She gets to keep her earnings. She gets to keep this, and she gets to keep that. What about the following case? She gets a land after Nisuin and sells it after Nisuin. Everybody said it was virtually voided. What would you say, Rav Gamliel? Right? And don't tell me. And and you can't say, well, you know. She, let's say she got the land before Nisuin and sells it after Nisuin. What's the halacha then? So, what would Rav Gamliel say? If Rav Gamliel's whole argument is that it's valid because she gets to keep her earnings, she gets to she can't keep her earnings anymore. So what do you say then? So says Rav Gamliel, So I'm going He says even this, it's a valid sale. You could sell it. I got no problem with that. Meaning even Rav Gamliel is cool in such a scenario that you could sell it. So the Gemara says, um, one second. Yeah. Yeah, meaning, we now have a chiddush, by the way. Rav Gamliel holds that if she got the land before Nisun and sold it after Nisun, valid sale, and you could even do L'Chachila. So they said to him, I don't understand, wait a minute. So now you're telling me it's a valid sale L'Chachila when she's selling it after Nisun. But why? At that point, she has no rights to property that she... She has no rights to anything that she finds. She has no right... So what... what meaning... After Nisuin, she gets it after Nisuin and sells it after Nisuin, it's void. Now she got it before Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin. Rav Gamliel is saying, L'chachila, fine. So he said, I, I don't understand well, what's, what's going on. If you're telling me the whole reason why it's fine is because she gets to keep her earnings and, and all those things. She doesn't get to keep her earnings in such a scenario. So the Gemara says, um, The answer is, this is what he said before, and that is, I'm unhappy that it's voided ever. I'm not adding to it. So what you have right now is Rav Gamliel Shita is that if the if the land was acquired, if she got the land after Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin, it's void. He's unhappy about it, but that's the scenario. But if he got it before Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin, it's even L'Chachila. Okay. One last kasha. We'll end up, it happens to be the end of the death. It's pretty, really coming down. The kasha is like this. Um, she got the land before Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin. Rav Gamliel is saying, L'chachila, she could sell it. That's not what our Mishnah says. Our Mishnah says, if she sold it, it's okay. 
according to Rav Gamliel. So this is one last Shaila, is that according to Rav Gamliel, she got it before Nesuin, sold it after Nesuin. One version is that Bidiyevit it's okay, the other one is Lichachil it's okay, which one's right. So the Gemara says, I... Uh, First answer is change the gears in the Mishnah, meaning it's l'chachila. Rav Gamliel holds it's l'chachila, valid sale, and any lotion that seems b'diavit changes. That's answer number one. Is it dripping in the shul? I don't know, it's hard to tell. Uh, after, after that, yeah, yeah. Coming down over here. We'll deal with it afterwards. Rav Papa Omar Loi Kasha Harav Yehuda Alibid Rav Gamliel Harav Chanan Ben Akavi Alibid Gamliel. Or another answer is again we have one version of Rav Gamliel is that Lichachila you could sell. One is that it's only Bidiavid. What's the answer? Two students according to Rav Gamliel. Two different students who do two different things. Okay. Chanan Ben Akavi Kibay Shamei. Oh, here's one last Kasha. According to Rav Gamliel, you could Lichachila sell it if you got it before Nisun. Then the only one who says lichachila in our Mishnah is Beishamai, right? Beishamai, the first case, which is that you got it, um, you got it before Nesuin and, and before Arisen and sold it after Arisen. Beishamai says you could lichachila. Beishil is against it. So now Rav Gamliel is taking a step further. He's saying that same halacha lichachila is okay even if you sold it after Nesuin. That means Rav Gamliel is following Beishamai. Right? Beis Hill is against it. He's, Beis Hill always holds B'diyavit. Beis Shammai is the only one who said the Chachila. And now we're saying Rav Gamliel also said the Chachila. So now Rav Gamliel is following Beis Shammai? That's a little strange. He's going against Beis Hillel. So the Gemara says, The answer is Rav Gamliel believes there is no Machloikis Beis Shammai Beis Hillel. Meaning, when Armisha says it's a Machloikis Beis Shammai Beis Hillel, Rav Gamliel disagrees with that. He says there is no Machloikis Beis Shammai Beis Hillel. Everyone agrees that you could sell the chachil. As long as you got the land before Nesuin, Rav Gamliel holds, it's not a machloikis, Beisham Beisillah. Everyone agrees you can sell the chachil. Um, now, Rav Ushmul Dar Mitavayu, Bein Shalof Nechosim, Ad Shalin Nesarasa, Bein Shalof Nechosim, Mishin Nesarasa, Vinesas, Habal Moitzim, Yad Al Kuchis. Rav and Shmuel come into here and he, they have a new shita. Okay, I'm not going to test you, but if, if I were to ask you, you get land before, you get land when you're single. And then you sell. She sells it after kedushin. Is that a valid sale? Yeah, it's universally accepted as a valid sale. Comes Robin Shmuel. They say, I don't care when she sells it. Void. So that that's not like anybody. Now Robin Shmuel Amaroyim. They're now having a new shita, right? We've had four cases in the Mishnah, and now they're like, ah, forget about all this. Void, 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 void. So the Gemara says, Kiman. So who are they like? They're not like any Tanoim. So the answer is, They're following the following Brisa. The Tanya, Rabbi Seinu, Chazru Venimnu. The Brisa says that the Rabbonin changed their minds, meaning our Mishnah describes when it's a valid sale, before Kedushin, after Kedushin, all these things. The Brisa says the, Chaz, the Chacham uh, re, re, rescinded their view, and they just said as follows, um, whether she got it before Kedushin, whether she got it after Kedushin, and then got married, it is a voided sale. Meaning, the later opinion just slashed across the board and just said void. By the way, it makes sense. I'm going to check Arzgo if they say why. But it makes sense why they would make the sale void. 
I'm just I, I, just thinking out loud. Um, uh, yeah, as long as she sells it after Nisuin, it's a val, it's avoided sale. That's not like our Mishnah, but it's the Bryce that says that they rescinded their view. They don't care how, when he got it. As long as, I think it makes sense because, first of all, at that point, they're already fully married. And also, it, it, there are a lot of things that Chacham did um, in order to make the harmonious elements of the marriage. We didn't want the husband, like, holding back money. So it could be that if the husband, if the wife has that, like, I could sell land under your, under, like, pull the rug out from under you, that could, that could cause problems. Agreement together, or the yeah, the husband has to agree. So what's the point in saying, look, then, this time where he doesn't have full power over something? What do you mean? What's the point of it? The point of it is to give him the, huh? It's the same as anything else that comes No, it it what, what, according to this, what Nixley Malug really actually does is that it limits his power. Is that he can't fully sell it? That's the point. Like like she can't fully sell, but neither can he. Right. So it like has to be a joint. It has to be a joint effort. Exactly. Um, okay. One last, uh, two last uh, little gemaras. Okay, mission is So, yeah, the halacha is that if she got the land after Nisuin and sold it after Nisuin, it's avoided sale. That's clear from the Mishnah. Says the gemara lema tanina the takanas usha damer av yoisi brachanina bushes kino isha shemachu benechsim lo bechay bailo meisa bal moisim yadalo kuches. Here's the shaila. Usha, in Usha, they were metakin that if it says in Usha the following proclamation if a woman sells her nechsemalug and then dies, the husband can undo the sale. So let me ask you a question. Isn't that what our Mishnah said? Usha was later on. So why do you need Usha to, to, make, a doc, to make a proclamation that was already stated in the Mishnah? Meaning, our Mishnah says that if you sold it after Nisuin and then she dies, it's a, it's a voided sale. But isn't that what Usha was metakin? So the question is, what's what did Usha what did Usha add to our Mishnah, basically? So, so the Gemara says like this. Um, yeah. So, the question is, what are the ads? The answer is very simple. Masnisen bechaye ula peris takanas Usha begufashel karkol achar misa. The halach is like this. Um, Yeah, the, the halacha is. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, "Masisim bechayeho ka'omer habal moitzi k'diel echol peris bechayeho lachar misa yachzer hakarka lekeach." Meaning like this, you know what our Mishnah added? According to our Mishnah, when it says the sale is void, well, what does that mean? You know what it means? It doesn't mean that it's actually void. It means while they're married, he temporarily undoes the sale he gets the pairs gets the pairs but when she dies the sale is actually fulfilled because once they once she's dead his rights to the pairs no longer exist that's according to our mishnah usha took it a step further and said no sale is void meaning according to our mission when it says the sale is void it actually doesn't mean fully void it what it basically means is the sale is on pause is on hold while that while she's alive it's still, he gets to hold on, he gets to postpone the sale, and he eats the Paris. Once she dies, then it goes, according to our Mishnah. Yes. 
But well, I guess, well, I guess if you learned the Mishnah. So Usha, in Usha, Usha's takana was added that no sale is void, meaning void, void, not not postponed, void. That that's that's what they added to it. One last gemara, and then we'll stop. The Mishnah then said that according to Rav Shimon, he holds that whether a sale is void or not is not a matter of kedushin or nesuin. It's a matter of whether he was aware of the land. If he was aware of it, then it's a va- it's a voided sale. If he's not aware, it's valid. So the is, what does it mean, aware of it? How, how, how do we know? He's always going to claim I was aware. Like what? You know what I mean? Like how do we know what a husband is aware of? So the Gemara says, What what is he aware of? What is he not aware of? So I'm Rabbi You do in and do the metalplin. Very simple. Land he's aware of. Movables he's not. So if she sells land, it's voided. If she sells movables, it's valid. Another answer of Yechomer, Elo Veil, you do in life. He says, No, no, no. That could all be known to him. Elo Shein, you do in So what's not known to him? Kol Shishavis Khan, Renafalun Chasim, Medina Sayyam. Where she's living in America and she has uh, relatives across the world and they leave her land that she that he wasn't aware of. Meaning, if, if, if she's getting ancestral land from a different country that he wasn't even aware of, that's considered not knowledgeable. But if it's here, we assume that he's made aware of it. Uh, the price of similarly states, the land that he's not aware of, she lives here, and she gets land from a different country. All right, we'll stop here.